Yo, what up? How's everybody doing? How's the weekend? What's your plan tonight? What are you doing? I think I'm just going to stay in and watch some trash TV. Like uh, MasterChef or some shit. I don't know. You know, so I mean, I don't really like TV like that. But sometimes a woman told me this recently and uh, it really summed it up perfectly. Sometimes trash TV just makes you feel better. Maybe that's about yourself. Maybe you feel better than those people. I don't know. That's your baggage. But for me, it just, uh, it's so simple and not comp. Like I can just turn my brain off. It numbs my brain out. And I need that right now because I'm not feeling very good. I'm feeling kind of sick somehow in the last um, seven hours or so since we recorded the show. I have gotten sick. So yeah, but we don't stop. We don't stop for nobody. Rain, sleet, snow, sickness, health. It's kind of like marriage, I guess. Uh, I don't know about that one. Anyway, uh, good show today. We cover all the sports today. All the sports. What does that even mean? We talk about sports, and it's fun, and I had a great time doing it. And you'll hear me talk about my voice being weird, and I think that was the onset of the sickness. So you get to uh, hear the live sickness. It's it's not COVID, so I'll be okay. But uh, thanks for your concern. If you are concerned, and maybe you're not, maybe you hate me. And, you know, again, if you do, that's your baggage. Anyway, that's enough. Let's start the show. This episode of Stone Sports. I am your host, Bert. With me, as always, I have my co-host, Double. Say what up, Dubs. What up, Sports? And my co-host, Meech. Say what up, Meech. What up? Yeah, didn't give you any time to react there, but you're on top of it today, Double. Good job. So, uh, daytime recording today, boys. It's nice to be recording before like 11 o'clock at night. I'm kind of digging this. I wish we could do it all the time. Really? Because I'm the opposite. I'd so much rather be I'm, Like when you said I'm that today, Mitch. I got that text today as I'm rolling out of bed at like 10 o'clock, and I was like, oh, I don't, I can't, I can't do it earlier. Like I, I, I can't. I, I wish we would have done it last night. Like that, that's exactly. <laughs> what I'm My thing is, it's like doing it earlier. Like I can now edit it and be done by like nine o'clock instead of like but you 4 could have just edited the show this morning when your happy ass was awake. Yeah, I was shockingly awake earlier today. I just couldn't weird. believe you were the first person. I was just shocked. Yeah, I was shocked I you were the first person to message. It. I also, checked the group chat at like 3 o'clock to be like, oh, are we like alive? And I realized I was the last person to answer. <laughs> wow, I am fucking yeah. the Real first piece time of shit. for everything. Well, this is going to be a fun show because for some reason in the last like 30 minutes, my voice has gone. It's like I swallowed like hot fire. He's going through puberty. Yeah, again. I don't know what's happening, but like, you gotta spit the pussy juice out, Bertie. No, Jesus. it tastes good. Jump right in. Yeah, we're we're just going right in. To Dive on in. in. <laughs> the wall is warm. All right, so let's let's uh, stick to formula here and uh, start with the NBA news. So take it away, boys. So Harden debuted with the Nets. 
His happy ass was smiling, cheering on his teammates, looking like a whole new James Harden. He had a 30 point triple 40 pounds lighter. Yeah. What the fuck was that shit? Is I, 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 I put it on is Twitter. It camera angles. I don't I said, understand. This guy, this is the fat man's secret for as, as a fat man myself, someone who's chunky. Um, you wear black. It takes like 20 oh, yeah. to 30 pounds. Oh, off yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But so, they weren't wearing black. He was in the warm-ups, though. He was wearing he was. black. And uh, I was like, well, now we know why he wanted out of Houston, because they don't have black unis there. And then ironically, as they took the floor, they very similar to the Rockets, like shitty blue jerseys. But <laughs> warm-ups, he was looking real slim. Yeah, that, not going to lie, it was a little scary for me being in their division. I was like, oh. I mean, I, to- I told you that. He popped out. He he. Popped off for a double double in his debut. Him and and Durant combined for seventy five points. And I told you, I said, listen, I know Kyrie's crazy. Harden is a great scorer, and so is Durant. Like they might not have a big three that everyone's propping up. They for sure have a bona fide two though. Like the, yeah. those two are both monsters when it comes to scoring. So like, uh, we'll see luck. if we'll see if Harden stays happy, but. That I'm not gonna lie, it was a little scary for me. I mean, he was happy his whole time in Houston. So I mean, he the, the only time he wasn't happy is the last like five months. That's um, true. So it's not like he's been he's not like Kyrie where he's been unhappy at every single stop. Little fucking bitch. Yeah, Kyrie is something else. Cal, Cal, <laughs> Cal, yeah, I was, Cal like, you, I was literally about to say Cal. Please, let's use the proper nomenclature. Yeah, I still haven't found the burner yet. Um. Carl Anthony Towns p- tested positive for COVID. Hope he's okay because he's had like five people die in his family. 11. From 11. 11. That's way more than I thought it was. You know, so. it might be 11 that got it and not died. I'm okay. Sorry, I might be, but 11 people have at least gotten COVID. And I know family, several and have died. died. His yeah. mom and like, I think his brother died. Yeah, dude. COVID's no fucking too. joke, man. Yeah. So yeah, you got to feel bad for Kat. Uh, he has COVID, and I mean, he was one of the first athletes, like way back when. Like, take this seriously, guys. My mom yeah, was bad. Like, you know, sure. like holy shit. Like, that was like what May, June. That was a while ago. It was shortly after they shut it down. Like, I, I think yeah. it was shortly after like the the uh, Rudy Gobert thing. Mm, At least, like call. in my timeline, it might have been a little bit more after that. In my timeline, I remember it. Happened, it's hard like, to keep everything later. straight, man, because like. Somebody said to Dude, me the, the last other day, like, like year is just a blur. Yeah, like somebody said to me the other day, the last like nine months have felt like nine years, and it's yeah. like somewhat true, man. Like and I look back and like, like, holy shit, that was years. six months ago. You feel like nine years, but you couldn't tell me what the fuck you did in the last nine months. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what I mean. It's felt yeah. like a. In fucking ages well, because but, no one's doing anything. Yeah, I, li- I was about to say, right, I, I literally fat. don't like, do anything. getting fatter. Yeah, I literally do <laughs> nothing every fatter. day. I like work and then I go work out and then I come home and watch TV or do the podcast with you guys. It's literally like all I do every week. Yeah, yeah, 
sure a lot of people are in the same boat. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, but, I mean, at least we're all, like, living and okay. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. This is a serious, yeah, I don't mean to sound shit, ungrateful. Bro. I don't mean to sound ungrateful. Yeah, like, you, so many people have been greatly impacted by this. And by greatly, I mean negatively greatly yeah, impacted. Yeah, I know what Just you mean. Just a severe impact yeah. that it's had on so many people losing their jobs, losing their homes, losing family members. Like, it's 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 a nightmare. Yeah. Um, and so, the three of know, us are been blessed in that regard that we don't. Yeah. We yeah, and I think yeah, exactly. all of the all of the athletes and stuff say that too. And like, it's been hard for them because it's different than what they're usually. I don't think that they're meaning to trivialize, you know, how it's real impact it's had on real people. You know what I mean? Yeah, Fucking no, I don't. I don't think they have either. I think like, uh, you know, it's. I think the difficult part for them probably is like, you know, having to stay in bubbles and like not being able to see their family and stuff, which is probably difficult, man. You know, but. Could be worse, I guess. You could have a mass on your kidney like Karis LeVert. Oof, yeah. Oof. Everyone praised them for that part of the deal, and then in his his uh, physical, they found that. Yeah, you gotta be pissed if you're uh, Indiana. You do and you don't. I mean, I think that's still a good move for them. They're still going to get someone, even if he doesn't play next year, they have a chance to get someone who was going to leave anyway. Like That's fair. Oladipo, Oladipo was going going to leave, so they get Karis LeVert, who plays is similar. signed at least through next year, and would probably resign there if the money's right. And he plays very similar to Oladipo, so it's yeah. not like you're losing and have to build your team around a completely different thing. Yeah, exactly. right. And I mean, we might see some some loyalty between the team and the player. I know we've seen some of that in the past when instances like this happen, where someone gets signed for an extra year. Um, you know, it, it, we saw that with the Padres and um, Mike Clevenger. Yes, Clevenger, um, who had to undergo uh, Tommy John surgery at the end of last year. They traded for him knowing that it was a problem. They accepted the trade anyway. And then shortly thereafter, it's announced he would do it. They still have an additional year um, to have him in the organization. So I think sometimes that builds goodwill between the organization and the player. For sure. You know oh, yeah. He's not building any goodwill. Kyrie. Oof. Missed another two games since being fined for breaking league protocol, league health protocol. And he's just... Well, I mean, now he has to, right? Because I think they have like a seven-day quarantine or something like that. Yeah, So right? I think it fell under that for the first game, and now the second today he's just sitting out. Oh, okay. Well, but he probably has first, some important Skype meetings to sit in on. Yeah, he's got to go talk to DAs and film fucking Sprite commercials. <laughs> um, <laughs> last thing with the NBA there, the Lakers and the Bucks leading the power rankings. Uh, real no surprise there. No. I mean, yeah, at all. Are atop their respective divisions, too, so... I don't think anyone's surprised. We've seen minutes dump offs for uh, LeBron, but it's not taking off whole games. It's taking off parts of games. We're seeing the same thing with the Bucks and the Greek Freak. He's playing less minutes than he traditionally does as well. So they're they're Real quick. Yeah, it was kind of uh, it was kind of a while ago now. But you see that three LeBron hit maybe a week or two yes. ago. Yes, yes. Did the, did the Curry? Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> It was pretty sweet. It even made me smile. Yeah, exactly. I was like, that, was, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's 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 what that I said. I was like, disgusting. I'll give it up for that. That's pretty yeah. lit. 
<laughs> How's Obi Toppin doing? Toppin. Ain't no stopping Obi Toppin, but there's plenty stopping the Knicks. <laughs> but, there, but there is. <laughs> they did beat us the other day, though, but we had no Jason Tatum and shit. Yeah, but uh, after winning played, like four or five straight, I think they then proceed to lose four or five straight. Yeah, he they lost. <laughs> they won what one? Then lost five, and then uh, they beat us yesterday. Yeah, but um, Toppin looked really good in our game yesterday. He had showed flashes of what he could be. Him and Emmanuel quickly were great picks, and they should build around that for the future. Yeah, wouldn't count on and, that being the the Knicks. Yeah, exactly. But we'll see. So what's going on uh, in in baseball, boys? My boy Theo. Yeah, uh, Theo, the highly coveted uh, front office person, signed with a team. That team is the MLB. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think he's gonna be there that long, Meech. Do you? I feel like he wasn't gonna <laughs> get an offer this year, and this is just a stepping stone for what he wants to do. I mean, well, it's interesting because you see that he wanted to, like, Billy Bean kind of get more into ownership, stuff like that. Right. This is kind of a step in that direction. Very unpopular uh, commissioner, Rob Manfred. So we'll see what happens there. Theo might get the job. I mean, I think that would be amazing for baseball. Me too, dude. Baseball needs to get younger. That would be crazy. And I was hoping that we would see more stuff like the Nickelodeon broadcast, but for baseball. And we just haven't seen any innovation, any answers, really. Um, and the only thing that was super popular last year, um, the Universal DH, they're thinking about getting rid of this year. So it's just like there's no – he's making not really great decisions. And even after Bud Selig was gone, I was hoping that they went younger. They turned around and hired Manfred, who's an old white guy. Not really what I wanted. I wanted someone younger, um, someone maybe from a different background. I, I wanted a different – view and 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 youth injected into the mlb and, and we didn't get that at all hopefully epstein will transition to that at some point as of now he's just he's just a uh what do you call it fucking assistant to <laughs> i guess assistant to the regional regarding, manager basically his actual title is a consultant regarding on-field matters yeah yeah. So, assistant to the, G, the fucking. Uh... You got it. You got it. You can, the you can get there. You can get there. You can get there. Why can I not think of words today? I got it. We believe you. Yeah, there you go. Jesus Christ. Go, I took Mitch. a tiny hit right before the episode. I've not been smoking as much. Uh, I took a tiny hit right before the episode, and all of a sudden I can't remember. Meech the Martian is back. Seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> any other baseball news you boys want to talk about the yankees are making moves they signed dj lemayhew or re-signed dj lemayhew and they went after former cy young Corey kluber which yankees fans treated as a cy young signing and it's not because he hasn't had a good season in three years. <laughs> he's also older but he's still a good get for that they desperately need pitching there he's at least someone who has that in their dna um so whether he shows some of that there I, we don't know the jury's still out he's been Yet played with be injuries seen. the last couple of years um and therefore hasn't really panned out so we'll see what he does but since his Cy Young he, he's I think he had one good year after the Cy Young and since then he's just been plagued with injuries so it's not as big of a sign 
happening as Yanks fans are making it. 2018 sure. was his last decent season. Yeah. Yeah, but they do get LeMahieu back. Huge bat. Probably one of the bigger free agents this offseason. And it's funny because about two to three days ago, I'm guessing he had his agent leak that uh, they were going to start exploring other options to get the Yankees moving about on that, that deal, right? Yeah, I think you're 100% <laughs> right there. Yeah, both sides seem to love each other. It's you know, match made in heaven. Um, the only a other player thing... I don't like and a team I don't like. So yeah, match made in heaven. How do you not like him as a player? He's just, I don't know. He just doesn't do it for me. He doesn't do it for me. Like, how can you say that? He does have know. kind of that like yeah. I just look at him and I'm like. Face? Like if that's like I was that was literally my next question is like is it a face thing is it his face it kinda is it's just I look at him and just go meh I get that I get that I have the same thing with other players in other sports like like uh, Meech said it's just a perfect match he should be on the Yankees I look at him and I go meh yeah Those people no, should I, be Yankees I agree with you a hundred percent like um what's the I, guy's name Brock uh, Nelson on the Islanders I fucking hate that dude's face um, <laughs> I feel like you don't even see their faces in hockey though no you do. You do. <laughs> All the, uh, dude, one of the Islanders, not the island, one of the Devils players was interviewed at uh, one of the period intermissions on the Bruins broadcast the other day. And you could tell he did not want a camera in his face like for anything. <laughs> his eyes were going everywhere. His face just looked so uncomfortable. It's like <laughs> been having a heart attack. Literally. Nervousness from you public could, speaking. Like, I, I didn't want to uh, do this. It's so funny watching the, like those guys do interviews too. <laughs> sketch where they're just like sweating, talking about the uh-huh. history. Yeah, it was that. It's <laughs> so funny when you watch those guys in interviews too, like in any sport. Because like I'll just use the hockey equivalent, but they all have like the same sayings. Like they'll all be like, "Yeah, you know, we just got to get pucks deep, and and we got to go out, and we got to we got to get more of an you gotta effort. Cycle the puck. Yeah, we got to cycle the shots puck on and, net. Yeah, we got to get pucks deep, shots on net. We just we got to play physical, big body hockey, and then they just be like, "All right, thanks," and they walk out and they clean like, it it's up. Like the same in like every sport. It's like yeah. just the terminology changes. You know, like. There's always like the gotta give a hundred and ten percent speech. In I mean, sports have such cliche. Like Rich Eisen calls them um, coach speak, where coach we're speak. just gonna talk about the players that are here. Like whenever someone's holding yeah. out or whatever, right. I'm, I'm talking about the players that are here on this team right now. Like it's there's all sports is littered with that. I feel like there's so yeah. many generic terms. To Absolutely, talk it's Did why I see- love torts. Because he was, like, so oh. just off the wall. He was the best, man. We talked Bouncing about Bouncing back to the NBA for a second, did you guys see the Greg Popovich interview? Popovich? What the fuck did you just say? Greg Popovich? <laughs> Popovich. Whatever. I call him Popovich. I've done that. Popovich. 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 But, uh, I mean, I don't he see He just said, not so much. With a title the last couple Not of anymore, years. but. Um, yeah. yeah. It's funny. You take three Hall of Famers off the team. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh no but did you see that interview no what happened no, i did it so a couple of days ago, interviews are always fucking gold mines, uh, right usually so the guy from like nba tv i don't know who it was probably like greg anthony or something like that anyways it was an nba tv personality and they go coach what do you want to talk about <laughs> and he starts saying something and then uh the guy who goes oh man i i I just I can't wait for dinner tonight. He goes, you you get to go out for dinner? I have to take that shit back to my hotel room. 
<laughs> but you actually saw some personality from the from uh, Popop- Popovich. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> from Popovich, and it was a great interview. I I tweeted it out. It was amazing. Though. I'm gonna tweet out Popovich. I'm gonna tweet out Popovich. Popovich. Bertie, by the way, I googled Brock Nelson. He'd beat the shit out of me, but I want to punch him so bad. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I mean, well, that's the thing about like any hockey player. Like, if if you if if you allow them to stay on their feet, they will beat the living fuck out of you. But yeah, the only have these faces, dude. Dude, his face like Braden Point from the Lightning. Oh my god, like he looks like the kind of guy who'd like I don't know, like give you a tour of his frat house and like. You'd walk into his room, there'd be like 10 girls in the the room, and he'd be like, sup, ladies. Anyway, this is my bathroom. There'd be be like five fucking empty 30 racks of Bud Light. Oh, my God. I just, I can't (laughs) see From the ultimate brosif himself double. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? Your friends' names are like Brock, Stevie, John. Literally not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you have the, like, I've never met someone who's more, like, I in real life would be like, you are such a douchebag, and uh, now we're buddies, I guess. But you are the ultimate, like, brosif. I don't know Not if he's the, the ultimate bro. He just might have bro friends. I don't have a lift kit on my fucking truck. Yeah, and... it's not murdered out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> would you if you could afford it? Would you have one? That's <laughs> I don't even have a fucking that. truck, dude. I'm good. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, anything else the in only- the MLB? <laughs> The, the only other thing, there were some super close uh, arbitration hearings. And uh, for those less less familiar with the uh, MLB arbitration, you own a player's rights for seven years after calling them up. Uh, and then you have to negotiate them after, I think, year four. So it's slotted before that. And then afterwards, you have to negotiate them. Some of the differences that were not agreed upon, Correa, Carlos Correa, poster child for the Hastros, um, the cheating pieces of shit uh, asked for twelve point seven five million. They offered him nine point seven five million. A drastic difference. Usually, you see about a million dollar difference. But there are certain cases, like Walker Texas Ranger for my Dodgers, um, asked for four point one five, and the team suggested three point three. Just pay the man his money. This guy started game one for you in the postseason, and you're not going to give him the pay extra the mil. Just, money. just Pay that. Pay this man his money. Pay this man. But yeah, there were a couple of those that I saw that I was just like, "Really, guys? We can't a deal on this." So, yeah, I mean, do do you think maybe COVID has something to do with that? You know, because you look at the NHL and they've got like the division sponsors and shit. And I was like, at first, I was like, "That's whack as fuck." And then I was like, well, actually, okay, they're probably being heavily impacted by COVID, and they're probably trying to come up with some way to keep the cap from shrinking. So, like, I, I can respect that. But I don't know. I, just a thought. Like, that could be something to do with COVID. I don't know. much to you do know? with that. But usually teams get their arbitration locked up. They don't usually go to hearings. Right. Yeah. Uh, but some of these differences are, like, minor. I mean, like, minor. And you're just like, just like Otani. He asked for 3.3. They offered 2.5. You already got him on a bargain. Like, Otani son. Pay the man his money. Yeah, I'm with so. you. That I mean, what's that like 
eight hundred thousand dollars really yeah it's literally yeah it's literally so i don't think it's really the covid thing i just think they're just be, they're, they're being a little bit cheaper with people they already know are under contract for the next year right eight hundred thousand is what james harden blows at a strip club on a fucking daily basis <laughs> yeah and there's well, i was gonna say new that. jersey i guess they're not new jersey nets anymore right they're brooklyn nets but i was gonna yeah, say they're strippers still in new brooklyn jersey. are rejoicing everywhere they're still yes. New Jersey. Fuck that. They're New Jersey. Bar still posted that there was a bunch of girls partying on a fucking meme. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw it. <laughs> Every stripper from New York to Canada. <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I didn't really have anything else on the MLB, though. All right, what about some NFL uh, coach hiring and signing and all that business? Well, we got a lot. The Lions hired the Saints assistant Dan Campbell last night. I Meech, good move. Bad I had move. said he was highly touted. I had never heard of him. Never heard of him either. He's a pay, apparently the assistant coach slash tight ends coach there. Uh, apparently, he's very well regarded. I, he's very. I've never heard his name. Never before, heard it one. Apparently, time. everyone's saying that's a great hire. It won't become official till next Wednesday or or till Wednesday or Thursday this week, I guess, uh, because he wants to stay and conduct exit interviews with his current Saints players. So that's kind of crazy, right there. Like you're just like, right? wait, what? <laughs> he's like no 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 hold on i gotta wrap some shit up here <laughs> for the season i won't be a part of next year like i don't know falcons hired arthur smith the titans offensive coordinator we talked about it a little bit yesterday meach their run game has been lacking and if they plan to keep matt ryan they probably want arthur smith to revamp revamp the run game in atlanta that was my take on the situation. They haven't had a run game uh, since Devonte Smith, uh, Devonta Smith, I believe, might be Devonte. I don't know. Since I don't Devontae trust you after Coleman, the Popovich situation on names. It's Are one you of talking those. Talk about Devonte Freeman. Oh, is it Freeman? <laughs> is Devontae Smith Alabama wide receiver? Is that yes. the problem? Okay, like you said, there's like 15 Devonta Devontes right now, and then my Madden running back is Levante. So like I just I there's so many names in my it's head right now. No, no, you're all good. Play, you're all good, bro. It's all it's all good. No travels, bruh. But uh but yeah, no, they haven't had a big run game. Uh we saw an explosion under both run and passing stats for the Titans offense. Um so I think it's a good hire for them. I mean, they got a guy who can build an offense they went defense last time with dan quinn it worked out for a little while there they were competitive for a while there and then they kept losing offensive coordinators um, seems like teams do that they go offensive coach then defensive coach then offensive coach yeah and it really kind of just depends on your organization i feel like but it's it's harder if you're a defensive guy because you'll lose your offensive coordinator seemingly um but but we'll see i mean a couple teams went defense so uh the jets were one Brandon, of them the what the jets were one of them oh yeah the jets hired sala he's apparently bringing over uh matt lafleur's brother mike lafleur so they'll be ro- running the the shanahan offensive system there as well but yeah he is a defensive head coach nothing but great things heard about him either that's that's i think a slam dunk hire you do have a young quarterback that needs some development but you have an oc that you're bringing in that has a proven system of making it easy on the quarterback for sure definitely relies heavier on running in that system um so and then he's done well everywhere he's been uh yeah, solid. He's been so, great. yeah and his players love him like i think that's who you need in that locker room i think that was a great hire um 
I think Salah's going to be what they wanted the Todd Bowles hiring to be. I don't even think Todd Bowles is that bad. He wasn't, but they had no like his players played him. for him. He they he did, but they couldn't draft for shit. Which is well, yeah, but that's Jets. not his fault. It's typical Jets. Which yeah. again, they just couldn't surround him with talent. I think Todd Bowles should get another crack somewhere. Well, we're interviewing him, so there's that. Uh, we will be interviewing him. Um, but you've been oh, interviewing Josh McDaniels for the most part. Oh my god, my boy. So, <laughs> Daniel didn't even want an interview with us, and he's like, I "Fuck that this. shit, I'm good." I predicted this after we fired a guy that won the Super Bowl three years ago. Coaches aren't going to want to come here. Like, no. why would you want to come here? No. So Dable didn't even want to interview. Um, we don't have an interview with the enemy scheduled, so we're off to a good start there. Uh, we are <laughs> we're expected to interview Todd Bowles this week. Uh, made with the Skype hearings that they can they can now interview over skype this weekend which usually they can't um josh mcdaniels has also been interviewed he's out of the playoffs so no shocker there i can't stand this man i do not want him in my i don't think you needed to slide that in yeah i don't yeah i did (laughs) i don't Uh, think you did i I did uh but (laughs) this guy's on a chase lounge oh no uh uh no but josh mcdaniels he's i don't want him in my building i don't like him as a coach i don't like him as a coordinator really i don't think he's impressive i think he benefited from the greatest quarterback of all time percent. but he, he wait took if you do sign Ch- him just wait you're going to be running trick plays bubble screens and third and long you're just going to run See, half back draws yeah he took over from mike shanahan in denver when eight and eight was shanahan's team the next season when he had control of the franchise three and nine was ousted early then we know that he basically pulled back or not pulled back, just took an offer and then ripped up the contract with the Colts who then took my offensive coordinator, which I'm still a little bit mad about I could because tell. we haven't looked the same since Reich left, but I, I don't want him in the building. Uh, we're also supposed to, I think we either already did or we're supposed to interview Joe Brady. He or Bowles is who I would want because I I do not want McDaniel's at all. All right. Well, well the, another the, epic Eagles rant from Meech. That was dope. Cool. And we'll <laughs> cap it off here with your team, Birdie. You guys got a new head coach. Chargers signed Brandon Staley, <laughs> the Rams DC. Uh, Rams defense has been great for a while now. They're hoping that will rub off. But yeah. you would think they would get somebody – for Joe, I'm not, not Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Yeah. The Air Bear. The Air Bear. The Air Bear. Yeah. I mean, first of all, not my team. I do like that team. But uh, yeah, I mean. You, you know, you killed yourself when you suggested that they would be your second team when yeah, we they did would. that little game last week. They would. So kind of, it's fine. Yourself. I knew what I did. I knew what I did. I did it. I did it on purpose. I knew. I knew full well what I was getting into. I think that's actually probably a good uh, play for them, though, because. Like Meech, like we've all stated it on the show, their offense has weapons. Like they can do the work offensively, but their defense is just garbage most of the time. It's not though. Their defense has weapons too. They're just can't stay healthy. That yeah, uh, that's true. Bosa, uh, um, I'm gonna get killed for the the other lineman's name. I can't. I want to say Melvin Gordon. That's not right. Jesus Christ, Meech. Melvin Ingram. Melvin Ingram. That's what it is. Okay, Melvin Ingram, uh, Bosa. I don't even know if that's actually Joey or his brother there either. I don't. I don't it's know. Joey. 
Is that Joey? Okay, I didn't know. Uh, and then <laughs> Derwin James, I knew that name, right? He's been injured the last two years. Because I have him in Madden. I talk about constantly. <laughs> so I mean, every, I, I, he was also heavily featured in Hard Knocks this offseason. So don't don't flatter yourself there, bud. But uh, no, so they have talent on defense. Uh, and maybe maybe hiring him is a way of bringing that talent together and getting them to work together. Yeah. Um, but it's weird. It's a weird hire. I think when you have that young of a quarterback, I think it's a weird hire. Yeah, it is. But I mean, like, what was it we were saying at the beginning of the season? Didn't they give up four straight 17 point leads? You know, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> I mean, pretty but that's tough. Just what they do. Yeah, I know. And, and I, mean, I don't know. I kind of like it. It's like outside the box thinking. And I'm kind of always here for that. You know, I mean, they, you like blowing seventeen-point leads. I was like, "That's fitting." Coming no. from Rangers and Mets fan. Uh, okay, well, all right. Let's get into this. Let's look at the goal differentials because Boston's sitting at a zero and New York is sitting at a plus one. So, do me a favor, shut the fuck up, real quick. But we're not last like you guys were. Uh, we're not last. Not bro, as a matter of fact, one we're one point behind you Bruins in the standings, in motherfucker. We are one point behind, behind you in the, in the standings. Is that still behind. Uh, are, are, anyway, are you a zero for goal differential? Did you lose to the Devils last night? Did that happen? After we beat them, we lost in overtime. In a shootout, we did get beat for nothing. You beat them in a shootout. It took you a and shootout. And then we lost in overtime. We lost to the Islanders first game, but then came out and stomped them five to nothing. So do me a favor, take a step back, and literally fuck your own face. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do a well, Tropic Thunder. Anyway, reference. I mean, you say it's... it's well, it's, uh, what's his name? Less. I can't, rem- I can't remember his name, man. Fuck, dude. It's the best It's Tom Cruise's best role of all it's time. It's the best. <laughs> I watched that just like his best moments from that movie, like every three months probably. <laughs> it's so good. Sorry, Meech. What were you going to say, man? I was going to say, you, you were saying it was out of the box. But people keep hiring McVeigh assistants, so I don't know exactly how out of the yeah, box. Yeah, fair is. enough. Fair enough. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, you boys want to recap uh, some games? So we'll, see that. well, real quick, uh, yeah. Texans uh, planning to interview Eric Bieniemy. They had previously not done that. Like we said, the league allowed them to do so via Skype now um, with people that are still even in the playoffs. So they have an interview set up for today with Bieniemy, and they will be interviewing Leslie Frazier, the Bills D coordinator, shortly as well. So we'll see. They they have a situation down there. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I wouldn't they have a situation. If, yeah. Houston, they have a situation because <laughs> Deshaun Watson is reportedly unhappy. Uh, but I would not trade this man for literally less than two ones and two twos. Like that's the starting point. Honestly, this guy is 25. He's a top five quarterback. He just came off of his best season. With no weapons. With no, I mean, he has weapons. I mean, to say no weapons is a little ridiculous, but no running back to speak of, really. Running and back? Running, I don't know what the fuck happened <laughs> you to my said that so running, running back. back. No running back. <laughs> I didn't realize this was a Packers podcast. Right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I don't know. Cause I'm but stupid. yeah, so I wouldn't, I, I would not trade him unless you get a king's ransom for him because and we've seen it with all the quarterbacks in the league they're the most protected position and they're staying around longer than ever um you know you just had a 43 year old and a 42 year old play against each other so 
But one uh, looked 42 and one didn't look 43. Yeah, I know. It was that was sad to watch. And I hope he just calls it a career because it, I think he's done and he we can retire want, kind of no, still he, on top he's, right he's, now. He's got to, dude. Like that that yeah. had to be the last game. Like it just did. Like Sked asked me today, he's like you think he's going to retire? I was like he fucking has you to. You have to. Like he has to. Yeah. Like yeah, we'll see. He said he was going to take some time in the press <laughs> interview afterwards. Uh, he does have a job at CBS waiting for him, which is weird because Fox broke the news that it was probably his last game. Um, so Jay Glazer broke that news on Fox, and he has a gig with – is it NBC? I think it's NBC, not CBS. I'm sorry. It is NBC. Yeah, lined up. So he has a job waiting for him lined up, but it's hard to walk away, uh, especially when you're right there. But I honestly think he might be a weak link to this team, as you know we saw this weekend. It really was. All right, so we're going to recap some games. Is that the game plan now? For sure. For sure. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, so here's the thing, guys. All right, so I actually didn't watch the Rams-Packers game or the Ravens-Bills game, Jesus. which I was really looking forward to. So I missed the Rams-Packers because I was at work, but I saw the other three. Yeah, I, I got, like, there's this band that I told them I would, like, produce their record for them and they're like we have to do it today so i had to go down and like twist knobs and push faders all and fucking day. it must be people. today that's why you don't help people right there yeah you're absolutely right it's why you don't help people it's true that's why you don't get a truck because you have to help people move yep absolutely right no it's always in the shop so meet you're yeah, gonna have to shop. uh kind of carry the uh <laughs> the torch on these first and two if it's games. a ford they'll really believe you hey <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Rams-Packers was actually a pretty good game. Uh, it was fun to watch. Um, the Packers won. Uh, they covered the spread. Woo-woo. Uh, people were saying it was a snow game. It was not. It wasn't. Um, it, it there wasn't. was not snow on the field. And we got cheated out of two snow games, by the way, this weekend. This one It was a little one bullshit, dude. Um, I was super excited to see some snow games, especially a snow game in Lambeau. Right, we got fucking cheated. Yeah, we we sure did. It was snowing, but very lightly, and there was not a. I it was, was a, a flurry drop on the field, but that probably was a be flurry. the right analogy. There was not a flake on the field. There we go. Um, yeah, snow was falling, fucking but Rams flaked. What? But the Rams flaked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both teams look good running the ball. Cam Akers actually had a, a really good game on the ground for the Rams. Um. But Green Bay looks looks for real, and Aaron Rodgers is just a goddamn assassin, dude. He saw a couple players switching off the field, calls a play, hits a huge play on a free play, and uh, you know it's just it's stuff like that that makes him one of the best. I mean, like probably the best playing right now. He's a little bit more heady, I think, than Patty Mahomes, but Mahomes is you know younger and can do stuff that's crazy as well. But like it's that kind of stuff where you're just like, good God, I like I have to count with my fingers every time I count like past five. This guy counts to eleven real quick every fucking time. Yeah, so, it's like high football crazy. IQ. Yeah, yeah, yeah like for super, sure. Man. Super good. Um there were a couple so like the the Rams just didn't get home against them, really. Um I think they, they had really no like this offensive line, which is missing one of the best left tackles in football, David Bakhtiari. We talked about that last week. 
uh, how they lost him going in. They kept Aaron Rodgers really clean. I mean, they just could not get home at all to him. Um, Aaron Donald only one tackle. Yeah, and Aaron Donald was not full speed for sure. No, definitely uh, not. Tell. Yeah, you could tell laboring. he was. He was laboring, and and I, I think it showed in frustration. He had a personal foul penalty where he grabbed the mask of the guy that was covering him, um, like the left guard or something like that, and uh, cost them like fifteen yards. But it, I think it was just frustration. You know, you saw him get emotional after the game, and and I think it's so tough to have a number one defense, and you're widely considered the best player in football on the defense. Um, and you you get to the end season. This is everything you've worked for, and you can't play your best. And it's it's got to be frustrating, for sure. Um, the fans. It, we had fans though, so we didn't have snow. We did have fans. They were loud and caused like I, I meant to look up the number, but they they had to have caused the Rams like five false starts. They were in the Rams' fucking head. They had beachfront yeah. property. Yeah. Yeah, huge, huge, yeah, huge, huge. You talked about the home field advantage there a bunch, and the fans made it that much worse for the Yeah, they have a built-in home field advantage, but the fans just killed. Like, it was was crazy how loud that that fan base was. And same for Buffalo. Like, these two teams really, really did well. Um, But, yeah, I think it all – it all has to come down to offensive line play, you know, and that is one of the most important parts. They did not allow a sack to the Rams defense and, and uh, kept scheming open plays for their receivers to get open several plays for Devonte Adams to beat Jalen Ramsey. One of which was in the red zone. Um, he motions to one side of the formation then comes back across the other side and they throw it right to him. And I was just thinking, that's a genius offensive scheme. When you can scheme your guys open, and we hear it so much, but we don't see it. Like, you know, if, if Ramsey's covering someone, they just don't have a big day. And we saw Devontae Matt Adams, scheme around that. And Devontae Adams called for that smoke, and he made he made uh, Ramsey pay. Yeah. Well, he's not just some other guy. No. <laughs> Did you see he him say that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, not just, just some, some other, other guy, guy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was a great game. It was a great game. Um after the game, um Goff might not be their quarterback next year. They are they owe him a huge amount of money. I don't know why they signed that deal. And before Carson Wentz blew up, he was the one everyone was like, ooh, that's I don't know why you signed that deal. Um yeah, it was a huge deal after the Super Bowl they lost to us, and it was like why he had not proven anything? Yeah, yeah. You the hold the you hold the Patriots to thirteen there. points in the Super Bowl, and you think you're gonna win that? They did not. No. So and they got Goff got shut down all fucking game, like he does seventy five percent of the time. Yeah, I've been saying all season watching him. I don't like. I don't see why you would move forward with him. It's just like a lack of. He's because of good. the monetary funds. Yeah, that no, I, I don't do that aside. I mean, like, you know, especially with the way you can restructure football contracts, like it's just like not his. What's the, not his, yeah, not his word. Nah, quarterbacks, you like cannot a, restructure those contracts. 20 mil guaranteed and then 20 mil cap hit. So they're on the books for 40 mil for him next year. It's um, consistency. It's like a lack of consistency. That's the word I'm looking for. 
Like, I guess that's the best word I can come up with. It's like and some the way games he you, plays. Yeah, like some games you see him and you're like, yeah. okay, he looks good, and then some games you're like, Jesus Christ, that's terrible, dude. Yeah, no, for sure. For this sure. will transition so. me into a question for you guys. Is I mean, we just kind of talked about it a little bit. What do the Rams need to do in the off season to come back and make another run? Because their defense is phenomenal. Yeah, I'm number one in the league. Obviously, not the problem. Yeah, right. So what do you need to do on offense? Is it the line? Do you get a new quarterback like we just talked about? Do they need more weapons? I mean, I think their line's decent. Yeah, like, their weapons are great. Yeah. I mean, they have Woods. They have Cooper Cup. They have Tyler Higby. They have uh, Akers, that a- running back, came along this season. Akers really, really provided what this team had been missing, which is giving the quarterback play action big plays. Because if there's no threat of a run game, you're not going to bite on a play action. And that's what McVay's offense is based on. Cam Akers gave that team, gave this team that for sure. But I, I, their offensive line is decent. It's a little old. I mean, you have Whitworth, the left tackle. He was deciding if he was even going to come into this season. So we'll see if he comes back next season. But they're right there. I honestly think it's a quarterback. It's a quarterback issue. And I mean, I think you yeah, saw the I same agree. thing in San Francisco. I also I, agree. I think that's a quarterback issue too. Yeah. What about the Ravens and the Bills game, Meech? How was that game? The yeah, Ravens so another, lost. Another great game. Yeah, and I called it. I I just thought that the Bills would find a way. The good thing about hiring a defensive coach, and we've seen it. Um, another pick from the Andy Reid tree here um, with uh, McDermott. McDermott, yeah, is you can scheme ways to shut down a certain opponent. And that's exactly what the Bills did. They they looked great against the Ravens. And then that offense has been working all year. It got off to a little bit of a slow start. Uh, they just didn't run the ball in the first half. And I know that Brian Dable's a big candidate, although I don't know if he takes a job. There's only two left. And he didn't even They're want to interview great. for one of them. Right. So, uh, we'll see. He might just stay there another year, which, I mean – Someone said, why wouldn't you just wait till next year? And I'm thinking, because good teams don't fire their coaches. I mean, they're always going to be bad teams that fire coaches. Like, that's, you're never going to have great teams hiring coaches. You're just not. Um, But we'll see. The Patriots, Steelers, Ravens, like, they've all had the same coach forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll we'll see. but yeah, the, like I said, the, this game, the crowd made a huge difference as well. Also, a a, a fraud snow game. Um, we fraud. were promised snow, and we did not get the goddamn snow that we were promised. But the Bills Mafia showed up big time for the Bills. It was super loud in that building as well. Also caused false starts from the yeah. Ravens in this game. So we not saw them. playing with the crowd all season, and then you come oh. in a playoff atmosphere. Well, it was kind of shocking because all season I feel like teams had false start problems, and I couldn't tell why because there were no fans. So I didn't know if it was just the silence. I mean, I don't know, but we saw them have big problems both for the Rams and the Ravens in these respective games because the the crowd made a huge difference. For sure. So first half was a defensive struggle, um, and then second half the Bills came out fire. That's what I wrote it. Down. Yeah, it was a slog. I love that term, dude. A slog. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but the Bills started running in the second half, and um, and and they looked better. They made a couple huge plays, and and then they made a huge play on defense 
which was a pick six, and that changed the whole game. They were yeah. Able once to... that pick six happened, it was game over. Yeah, the pick six touchdown game over. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Lamar Jackson left with a concussion. concussion. Um, so we'll see how he comes back from that next year. But this is the problem with having a super mobile quarterback: is you're gonna get hit, and um, you know it's 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 a threat every time you go with a mobile quarterback. Yeah, neither team's offense was really really stood out in this one. It was a defensive slog, like we said. And yeah, Lamar left with a concussion. The Ravens need to do something in the offseason to make a move because this is three off three playoffs and now they've been knocked out of before the conference championship with what people call as a top five quarterback. So I mean, I don't know if it's his fault, honestly. It's I, not his fault. That's what I'm saying. We need, yeah. they need to do something. Yeah, we'll see what they do. I mean, it's hard to fix a team that continues to get to the playoffs. Um, right. You know, it's sometimes you start adjusting stuff, and that actually kills you. Um, also a low-scoring game because both kickers were missing field goals. Both good kickers. Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker missed two. Two. And he missed one the week before. Yeah. Um, but the what wind played a factor, shit? which which the wind was was bad there, um, and that it might have hindered the offense there as well. You just don't see Justin Tucker miss. Oh, uh, you don't. Well, and the Bills kicker, I don't even know his name, but he's been good for them this year too. I couldn't tell you his name either. <laughs> yeah, me neither. They drafted him. I know that. Yeah. All right. Well, how about uh, the Browns Chiefs game? You gotta feel bad for the Browns, dude. Like. First of all, all right, before we really get into it. You do and you don't. Can we talk about the touchback? Can we talk about the touchback? Like, (laughs) that that rule, like, needs to be changed, dude. Like, it's, like, the most ridiculous thing that, like, one, is not reviewable. Like, that's so fucking absurd. That's what I'm saying. That's why it (laughs) needs to be reviewable, because it's just, like, that was, like, straight helmet to helmet. Like, I know we had an argument about, you know, the last one we talked about, but that one, like, there's no arguing. Like, it just, like... It was bad, and it's if just... you didn't see the play, the Browns hit a pass on the right side, got down to the end zone, and the chief safety Mitch Sorensen came flying in with a helmet to helmet Browns player. I think it was Higgins. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, fumbled into the end zone, and it was a touchback through chief the end zone. Through the end zone. Sorry. The key words there. Yes, through the end zone, out the back. And the Chiefs get the ball on the 25-yard line. Which is really the most ridiculous part about the rule. Like, they should just get the ball back on the 20. Like, I don't understand, like, why it is that they get the ball now. Like, that's that's kind of nonsense because they don't recover it. You know what I mean? Like, if they recover it, that's one thing. But they didn't recover the ball. You know, like, that's Uh, fucked up, one of the few rules that actually favors the defense and everyone hates it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyone that's smart hates it. Anyone that says stop bitching about it, you're just stupid. It's a stupid rule. It is a dumbass rule. And one of the analysts on the NFL Network said, like, the most severe penalty is a 20-yard penalty. Just have that component of it. Just make it a 20-yard penalty. Because that's that would be the most severe penalty that you could get in the game other than – And still keep the ball. And still keep the ball. Um, And it would still reward the defense. I mean, getting pushed back. Yeah. is a big deal. So absolutely, yards. That's crazy. Yeah, twenty yards. You imagine if that's on third down. Like that's basically yeah. the drive gone. Yeah. No, I mean it. It's a bad rule, but 
I didn't feel bad for the Browns at all. I mean, I said that they would not uh, have luck um, like they had last week against They the almost fucking did. And they did. Yeah, they they yeah. did because Patty Mahomes left the game and Concussed. they didn't capitalize. They didn't capitalize. No, and they no, didn't. That, they had the chance. They let that. They let up that fucking third down run to Chad Henney, of all people. Yep. And then Andy Reid, with the ballsiest play call of his career, goes out there and gets the fucking win. Love to see it. Yeah, and I miss this man more and more every week. And every time I see him, and it's not going to be good for me because he's going to be a Chiefs coach for Forever. 40 years. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's that. But, yeah, no, the Browns didn't capitalize on their last offensive possession. Um, I think they ended, and it was a, it would be a fourth and nine. And that's pretty hard to go for there, especially given the fact that I think you netted two yards in, in the two previous plays you ran that possession. But just a huge miss from them. Um, Did you see the back-to-back drops from Nick Chubb? Yeah. Yeah. Those yeah, were yeah. so bad. Yeah, they were. You cost your team. The second one was a 100% going to be a first down. Yep. And I was honestly like, when they brought the punt team out on that fourth and nine, I was like, they're going to fake this motherfucker. Like, you got to fake this motherfucker. And they didn't. And I was like. Uh, I think if you're going to fake it, you might as well just leave your offense on the field, honestly. If you're going to fake it it in that situation, just leave your offense. No, I'm I'm with you 100%. But, like, when I saw the punt team come on, I was like, all right, they have to be faking it. Like, I'm, I mean, their defense had been playing all right. Their defense. No, they I did. I thought that they would get the they ball back. Did, with, they did, but with the time on the clock, like, where it was. Because it was, like, I mean, under five, five minutes. Yeah, it was, like, under five minutes. It's like, It was just under five. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying right that's, that's not a, a lot of time, man. Like, it's not a lot of time. You got to. You got to go for it i feel like like if you don't go for it like i mean either which way you're potentially giving up the game so why wouldn't you for sure you know sometimes the you know highest risk yields the highest reward right like that was just my thought process is like, i guess just be gutsy I, I, about it you know i don't completely disagree with what he did there though their defense yeah i've been stopping the the um the Chiefs the whole day, and then also you're not playing against Pat Mahomes anymore. You shouldn't have a problem, and I think that's why he did it. If Mahomes was still in the game, I think right. he might have. I think he might have went for it. Yeah, he's um, like, that's we true. could stop fucking Chad Henney, and then Chad yeah. Henney rolls out like he is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and dives forward for the first down. Yeah. Lamar Jackson rolls out. Oh, I mean, yeah. Chad oh, Henney it's Chad Henney, thirty-five-year-old <laughs> Chad Henney. Speaking of which, do you yeah. think that uh, Mahomes is going to be in for the next game? I mean, I know he's concussed. They but... called it a uh, – it was a nerve issue, and they said he's going to be back. They're, they didn't say he's going to be back, but people are speculating he will be. Yeah, I think he's got a concussion, and they're just bullshitting and saying it's he's not in a concussion. He's in concussion protocol, so that he still has to pass those tests. Yeah. Before. His fucking – he was hurt before that, though. Well, he his yeah, ankle his, was it was that, it was but yeah. you could see oh, yeah. him get up. He looked like he got a concussion. Oh he yeah, up. he looked like he just got knocked the. He didn't fuck know where out. the fuck he was. Yeah, yeah, like he looked like he like a boxer getting up with like wobbly ass legs. Like he looked, which is weird because that wasn't that bad of a hit. It wasn't. It wasn't no, it wasn't a weird hit. But he did have him like by the neck, you know. And I, sometimes I can do some weird shit. So maybe, and like they I said, know. it was a nerve issue. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, I don't Kelsey know. was out there breaking ankles during this game, though. I mean, he broke Denzel Ward his ankles. I, he'd be just snapped them in half, dude. On that the, first pass, I thought Kelsey's hands were broken from the fucking pass, like the touchdown reception. 
Yeah. It was so loud when it hit his hands. I was like, oh my god, that hit him in the chest. And then they... Kelsey's so damn good. Yeah, he's he just is. so damn good. He's great. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, the Chiefs were able to uh, to make it happen, and their defense did just enough, and their offense did just enough. And this is what I was saying. You know, they're winning close games all year long. That's not an accident. Like because you can also yeah, be the Chargers and lose do. close games all right. year long. Right? But they didn't do that. They always won. Good yeah. teams um, find ways to win the close. Game. Yeah. Yep. And that's and that's what good teams do. And like I said, their defense isn't great. But hey, Steve Spagnolo has changed his defense because Spags. he took over Der- Dennis Erickson two years ago. And pretty much when he got there and when Tyron Matthew got there, you saw a drastic change in defense for this team. And you just need to be good enough to stop someone when you absolutely need to. This Chiefs defense is good enough to stop someone when they absolutely need to. Matthew had a pick in that game as well. Yeah, he, did. he almost had two. He almost, almost had two because one went two. off of uh, – It was off of, the hands. Yeah, of – number 80 who the fuck is that I, he was on my team the Landry. whole year yeah jarvis so juice also weird stat jarvis Landry had seven catches for only 20 yards yeah, yeah 2.8 average yeah he was like not there was i think he had a bad drop at one point too and i was like oh yeah he boy did. this is not gonna be a good game and it was really early on too I think it was like in the first quarter. It was the first quarter. Yeah. It was like right when I turned the game on. Same. Was like, it was oh, like fucking... exactly when I turned the game on. That's funny. We could get to the game that uh, was really Stone for me, sweep. So much fun to watch. Stone sweep. We all called it. Yeah, we did. Birdie's first payoff for his bold pick. I, if you got that wrong, I was never on your side for <laughs> I was going to start the show by me going, all right, I have an announcement to make. You yeah, have been it was disavowed. a good game. It was a, it was a really good game. And when they got that last interception, I was like, oh, I was like in the middle of running and I like stopped running and like jumped up in the air and did like a Mary Tyler Moore like fist pump and was like, fuck yeah. And then just like kept running. But it was great, man. It made me really happy to see the Bucks win. Playoff Lenny. Big game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, da- fucking Big Cat <laughs> was tweeting at fucking uh, Joe Buck. Joe Buck the whole game to call him Playoff Lenny. And then he straight up did it. Uh, he was like, that should make you happy. You happy now, Big Cat? <laughs> right after he said it. And it was so great. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, yeah. Leonard Fournette came to play again. Um, the Bucks look good, and their defense really came out to play. Their defense today. played like they all had a fire under their fucking ass, especially Devin White and Sean Murphy bunting. Like both yeah. of them were on the ball every play. If they hit somebody, they were over them talking. They were hyping up their teammates. They were patting people on the back when they weren't in the play. Like they were ideal teammates and great people to have on the field there, and they both made an impact. An INT for each, and Devin White had a fumble recovery. Yeah, Winfield also played great. This 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 Bucks secondary, which was really the the most questionable part, questionable part all year long, really they were showed top up the ten in takeaways though. Right, but everyone said that's the way to beat them for sure. So I mean, it was but, but yeah, Bucks came to play, man, and it was uh you see Brady take. I think what, the goat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's undisputably even before this. But I mean, I think we all knew. Yeah, we all knew that. 
And and we knew going into this game, it's so hard to beat an opponent three times. It's just unheard of. And you knew that Bruce Arians and um, Todd Bowles would look at the game plan, what didn't work, what did work, and, and would would really come to task with, with something that would, would work against this. Also, we saw it again, and I can't emphasize it enough, an offensive line in this league is as good as gold because – the whole they're problem. Keeping I, Brady clean. They keep the last two games. They kept him clean. Yeah, man. Um, they had eleven hits on him. The first, the second matchup that they played. Um, this matchup, they had three, and so it, you know it's it's a drastic difference. Yeah, and and yeah. you said it when we were doing the preview for it. You're like, as long as they keep Brady clean, they'll beat the Saints. And you were out. Like, I'm glad you brought it up because it was like the one thing I was gonna say. Like, you are a hundred percent right. Like they kept him clean yeah. and it like it won them the game. It's you know? the only reason the Giants beat the Patriots and the Eagles had this. It wasn't the only reason the Eagles beat us, but they had the same formula. The pass rush. If you get to Brady, that's how you beat him. Yeah. Front four pressure. Yeah, yep. You're good. Pressure up the middle. You're good. And that's that is the blueprint. And um, Bucks and offensive the, line is stopping that blueprint. Yeah. Yeah, and and like I said, we saw it with that, and um, in the Bills game, I mean, the Bills offensive line kept Josh Allen clean, and 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 you can say the same thing about the Bucks offensive line here. Um, it, it kept him clean, and and he made throws he had to make, and at the end of the day, Breeze didn't. Breeze didn't make throws he had to make. He had three interceptions for the first time since 2016. <laughs> he had throws to the other team, it. huh? Said so he had throws to the other team. Yeah, yeah, completed three throws to the other team. So, <laughs> like we said, Bucks defense coming up huge, had three interceptions. Um, and, yeah, they just they, – they they won. They went out there and fucking beat them. <laughs> yeah, this, they, yep, they yep, won. They won. They won. <laughs> Breeze needs to go. Yeah, he's got to retire, man. It's time to hang it up. It's time. He, yeah. He's... Yeah. He, like we said at the beginning, before we got to the preview section, uh, or not preview section, the recap section, uh, uh, he, he was the weak like link. That. He was, <laughs> he got you scared for a second. I was like, uh, oh, it's time. <laughs> oh my God. I never, never done. Um, no, like, like I said, I think he was the weak link on this team. I mean, honestly, I, I, you could say that he was the part of this team that didn't work. And I think when that's the case, it's time for you to go. And especially you can... when that's the case and your quarterback is 42. Yeah. I mean, and not only that, but they have, they don't have cap room. So they would have to bring him back a, a, a different number. He has a job lined up with NBC. There's, I, I don't think there's any way he comes back. And I know it's hard to stop playing. Like that's all you've done your whole life. But at the end of the day, like you're just not, that difference maker for your team anymore. You were for 20 years. You're not anymore. All right. Well, hey, real, real yeah. cool moment after that game with uh, just Brady and breeze on the field after everyone had left, basically they're just cleaning up the stadium and they're just talking and chat. And then Brady threw a pass to one of breezes kids, just a cool moment. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah, I mean, there's got to be a mutual respect there. They've Absolutely. Both done it for so long, and and um, they've been battling each other for so. It's long. just a co- and it's just a conversation. I would have like loved to be. Yeah. A fly on the <laughs> Absolutely. Wall yeah. yeah, that's awesome. No kidding. That's the but stuff yeah. that makes me love sports, man. Is like stuff for like sure. that. You know, it's awesome, man. All right, it's well, what brings it back to at the end of the day that it's just 
yeah fucking sports it's the best yeah it's like mythical and legendary it's like stuff like that and like that bo jackson (laughs) home run and you know it's just shit like that that like makes me all misty-eyed and shit you know fucking love that the white bronco (laughs) god damn it leave it to double all right, well, peace to Drew Brees. I think that's going to do it for this, I got that uh, late, this episode. Yeah, you got that way late. Thanks yeah, for listening to Stone Sports. Uh, we'll be back on Friday with a little preview of the up-and-coming preview. games. Preview. And, uh, yeah, follow us. Follow us on all the social media. It's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. It's all Stone Sports Podcast. We're out of here. Say goodbye, boys. Peace. Lions.